Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. And today is one of our special Halloween episodes, and... It is going to be a lot of me introducing y'all to the worst things pop culture has to offer. Okay, I've got a fun story for you. Okay. Um, when the when the girls came over Saturday night, right? The high mm-hmm. school girls. So we were talking about a conversation that you, me, and Aaron were having about Furbies and how they would, you know, go off in the middle of the night mm-hmm. without the batteries and everything. Because I remember yeah. mine without the batteries had gone off in the middle of the night. I'm like, how? Um, they're haunted. They're a hundred percent haunted. Yeah, um, but what happened was Lara won up that story. Her older cousin Melissa, Melly, mm-hmm. she uh, she was at a friend's house when they were kids, right? Mm-hmm. And you know the tickle me Elmo toy. Yeah. Apparently, they at one point they had come up with like a tickle me version of the other characters, so like Big Bird and Cookie Monster and whatever. What? Yeah. I don't remember that shit. What? I don't either. Melly is older than us. I'm not sure by how much, but she so who knows. But apparently they came up with this, and Melly was at her friend's house, and she didn't know that her friend had a Tickle Me Cookie Monster, so she had rolled over in bed and, like, set it off. So all she heard in the pitch black was, ha, 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 cookie. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you would have as a child if you just heard this deep demonic laughing at least it didn't say i'm going to eat you so like because jesus you'd need therapy after that (laughs) holy shit no Uh so now every time i see a furby like meme of any kind all i think about is this cookie monster story ha 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 Cookie. <laughs> that's a nightmare. Oh. Holy shit, that's a nightmare. Wow. Okay. Thought I didn't have that as a child. I did have a tickle me Elmo, but I didn't uh I don't think I had a tickle me Elmo. I I probably did, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Well it's fair. I like I I don't remember having a fur, like a full size Furby. I, I remember having the little ones that you got like from McDonald's and shit like that. I remember but I don't recall having, ever having a real Furby. I didn't have like the original Furby because that was like the big big ones. Yeah, I remember having like the the baby Furby, so they were like this big. Yeah, I don't recall ever having any real Furby. So then again, even as a child, I didn't like the way they looked because they just look creepy. They don't look cute. They look creepy. So. <laughs> Even as a child, I, I remember thinking that thing looks creepy, so. Did you ever have the, uh, oh, my God, I forgot the official name for it, but, like, the, the robot dog? The oh. robot pooch or something? Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was silver or, like, silver gray, and, like, it would come in different colors yeah, of, like, the ears and the nose had, like, would the be, like. Were, yeah, yeah and it would be, like, purple yeah. or it would be, like, green or blue or, like, or, like pink. My neighbor had one, and I helped her set it up, and it answered to like commands of her voice and everything like that. But I didn't; I never had one of those. But I remember, I remember them. 
And uh, I remember they came out later with like little mini versions too, mm-hmm. and like that weren't as technologically advanced. Well, was it like two years ago? I was going through a bunch of my old toys that I've still kept. Yeah. And you know what I found? I don't remember if I kept it or if I put it in the giveaway pile. I had, mm-hmm. um, was it a? It wasn't a pound puppy. It was. It was this dog, and it came with a VHS tape, and it had like a collar and on the collar was a sensor so when you would like play the vhs tape and there would be certain parts that the laser would recognize or like the camera would recognize and it would like interact with the movie that's horrifying for a (laughs) 90s toy like today sure i understand the technology for that but 90s toy that's pretty creepy i can't remember what it was oh my god it's gonna drive me crazy Let's put a camera on a child's toy. That sounds like a good idea. Holy shit. Uh, there it is. Toby Terrier. That's who it was. Meet Toby. Oh, I remember this so much. I used to have those little um, flying things. that used to, the, like, the girls oh, with the oh, wings. Oh, oh, oh. And you like pull the string and she like launches in the air shit. and flies and smacks and breaks Man, something. We were talking about this on Saturday. They were called mm-hmm. um, the Pixie Flyers, something like that. Sky Dancers. Sky Dancers, there you go. Yep. I remember launching them, they smack into shit, knock stuff over. I would purposely launch mine into the ceiling fan just to see how far away it would hit. I have never seen this toy that you you've never seen about. Toby the Terrier. Dog? No. See? Do you see? Do you see this? There's this little camera thing. Then you would do, you would play these VHSs, and like this little thing would interact with it. On a '90s toy, that's really that's really creepy to have a camera on a child's toy. Anyway, <laughs> but like, whew. Okay. Uh, you want to meet Toby Terrier? No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. Those puppets look horrifying. It's the eyes, puppet, though. He's an animatronic. No, like the video that was moving. Oh, the- <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. Like, look at that top picture. This one? Yeah, yeah, look at those fucking eyes. Look at that fucking shit. No, no, it looks like they took human fucking eyes and put them in a puppet. Screw that shit. There he is. <laughs> He's talking on the phone. I miss this toy. I had such. I have such fond memories of this toy. There it is, look. Yeah, the whatever the hell that electronic barking dog that's the mini version there was a bigger version that yeah the Um, one in the corner um that yeah that one there was it it like responded to uh your voice and everything like that sort of the one i think maybe the one below that one because the little ones you could buy and uh i remember those and then there were like the bigger versions that oh betty spaghetti oh god 55 iconic toys every 90s kid wanted for their birthday oh my god betty spaghetti i kind of remember this i remember the fact that i thought it was like a weird knockoff of like poly pockets but stupid so because like fox catch the tail and no i don't know a light of course everybody had a light bright I remember like, getting on the, oh no, 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 this wasn't on TV. Um, I do remember asking my mom to like, I was begging her to do one of those like 1-800, like buy these toys type thing. Yeah. And it was for those, um, uh, it was for like that blackboard that you would like change like into neon colors. Yeah. And, like, that, yeah. I remember asking, begging my mom for that, but I remember getting the light bright from like Toys R Us or something. Yeah, I remember the light bright. I remember I honestly didn't use it all that much. I never had the Game Boy Color. I bought the Advance, but I didn't have the Color. 
I did I have Game the Boy... Game Boy Color, and I had it in like the see-through purple. Yeah, I had I bought the um, Game Boy Advance in a see-through like lilac color, um, but I had Game Boy Color games. I just didn't have uh, a Game Boy Color. So Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. And I didn't have a Tamagotchi. I had a Pikachu Tamagotchi. I had this. I had a Gigapet. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you that Pikachu was a bitch. I never played never. Bop It. I only played with Bop It when it was at the store. Like we'd go to Target or like yeah, Toys R Us, like, and I just or when grab somebody it and just else doing had it. one. You know, like if somebody else had one, but I don't recall ever actively playing. I know I didn't own one. That's kind of weird. Are we gonna spend our episode going through all fifty-five nostalgic toys? I mean, we have nothing else to do. We do have talked about like our. Lovely- I was gonna say, wait, there's a whole episode <laughs> ahead of us. Thank you. This is a lot of things, but it's not Halloween content. Rock'em Sock'em robots. I mean, like, I feel like everyone's played with one, but, like, nobody owned one. Oh, my God. I really wanted moon shoes. Oh, a friend of mine used to own moon shoes. They didn't do anything. Really? They, of course. They advertised them so well. Mousetrap was the game that was never, you could never put it together, Is was the problem. Yes, that's, that's true. Like, it was always <laughs> broken in some way. Mousetrap never worked. Doodle Bear? I, I remember Doodle Bear. I don't think I ever had a doodle bear, but I remember no. a doodle bear. Yeah, I remember seeing it in like the store and things like that. And then Super the Simon, Simon never had it. Gak, I did have Gak. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's ew. slime. Oh. Rainbow, Rainbow Bright, Bright, I recall, but I feel like that was the end of the nineties, kind of. Um I'm not entirely sure, mid-90s. but like I remember them as a passing thing. I remember them. Like, I remember watching reruns of this thing. I don't know. I don't think I ever watched it. I just recall the toys. It's called Poochie. Poochie. Yeah, my friend had a big version. And, like, you set it to her voice and stuff like that. That is an old version of Polly Pockets. Slinky the OG fidget (laughs) spinner? No. What? No. I remember. I I would not label... A Slinky is a 90s toy. Slinkies have been around for so fucking long. No, I'm not labeling that as a. As I a knew 90s a girl. Toy. I knew a girl who had an entire room of a troll collection. I can't. I, those are hideous. <laughs> I know. Hideous. I always thought they were ugly. They're just. They're naked. I never with a understood troll trolls. <laughs> I never understood the trolls. Why are they always naked? <laughs> Perfection just seemed like a game to me that was designed to stress you out and then make you clean. And, like, I hated that. Like, that was so stupid. I had to skip it. I remember the skip it. I remember playing with skip it. I don't think I owned one, but I remember playing with the skip it. I had it for the longest time, and Lada was telling us that uh, her mom bought her a skip it so mm-hmm. she could learn how to skip because she's like this, this is ridiculous you're like how old and you can't skip you're learning to skip <laughs> <laughs> play-doh everybody had play-doh fuzzy pumper barber and beauty shop i remember that i remember thinking it was stupid so oh i remember i had a stretch armstrong mm, i didn't have one of those My, uh, mine wasn't like a, a stretch armstrong like it was one of like it was a stretchy type toy yeah. Like that, but it was like some kind of like WWE wrestler. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know soaker. why. Super soaker. Push balls. There you go. Sky, Sky dancers. dancers, yeah. 
I remember mitt. those, those magic mitt Velcro bullshit. I think we owned one at some point. But I may or may not still so have quickly. mine. <laughs> they get dirty so quickly. It was irritating. Nintendo 64. I never owned a Nintendo 64. I, I didn't it. either, but I did play on it a lot. Don't know what the fuck Groovy Girl is. Mm-mm. What the fuck is all these? Oh, they look like salt shakers. <laughs> like salt and pepper shakers. Uh, I never had an Atari either. I never had a lot of those original. I never had an Atari. Oh. Okay. Yeah, silly putties are weird. I had the Spice Girl dolls. I recall seeing them. I don't. I don't think I owned any of them. I'm not really sure. Stupid. Literally, everyone sketch. owned an Etch a Sketch in some form. I never could figure out how to draw shit on this. Like, I knew that it's up and down, left and right, but I'm like, I'm not that coordinated. I just doodled and, like, then shook it and made it go away and then just doodled some more. Like, I didn't create any of those weird masterpieces people did. Easy Bake Oven is the stupidest fucking invention, and I cannot understand why it's still popular. You're cooking things by light bulb. (laughs) Like, the fuck? I ended up just making shit and then eating it uncooked because I was hungry and I wanted it and I didn't want to wait eight years for it to cook. So much uncooked stuff. So much. Just fucking eat the batter, man. A professional yo-yo? What's the difference between a professional yo-yo and a regular yo-yo? I have no idea. I remember having like a yo-yo, but like it was never interesting street shark. That must have been one of those toys highly geared for boys, because I do not I don't remember that, that at all. Or whatever the fuck Mighty Max is. Oh, I remember these weird bunnies. They still Sylvania have those. Families. But I now there's like different... They have them in different families now. Oh. Now, Beanie Babies, I had a shit ton. I had like... Because McDonald's back then used to do huge collections. Yes, McDonald's had the... Uh... We had so many. So many. I still have my little uh, husky one. And I'm yeah. just like, ah, I'm not getting rid of that one. We used to have like whole collections of like unopened ones and stuff like that. And then it was in the storage unit in Vegas when we lost it. So, yeah. Um, today's episode mm-hmm. is all about really stupid, scary like movies and uh, like B rated, not 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 B rated, <laughs> like D rated, D rated scary movies. So I will be introducing you guys to some wonderful movies like Velocipaster, Zombie Beavers, and more. So uh, you're going to be in for a wild ride. So if you are into like wanting to watch something for Halloween that's kind of scary, but you don't like scary movies, you can watch literally any of these because none of them are actually frightening. I will rate them on a scale of one to five for fright and then one to five for ridiculousness. So, okay. Um, and I'm going to introduce you guys to some of the worst and the best terrible movies you could possibly watch. It is one of the things that I like to do. My mom and I like to do is we really like to watch really stupid movies. And because somebody has to watch them, I mean, like, besides the people who made it, somebody has to go out there and watch them. Like, how many people are out there watching Lamageddon? Like, really? So you, you got to support those 12 of the people who watched it. So, um, you guys are in for a, uh, not so spooky, but definitely some kind of horrifying treat. Not spooky, but definitely stupid Halloween treat. Mm-hmm. All right. We are going to start this off with probably the piece de resistance in 
Velocipaster. Ah. Velocipaster is a ridiculously long movie, and I do mean a long movie. And it starts with a pastor who it just freaks out at even the thought of like women in general. And he gets um like think knockoff Spider-Man type powers and like something happens to him and then slowly he starts he gets with the first of all he gets with this woman and that just throws him for a huge loop because he's never like i don't know seen a woman before or like whatever he just acts like they're of like course, an alien pastor. species he's never seen a woman it's like he acts like an a- they're an alien species and he gets with this woman and then like he starts to slowly turn into a velociraptor and he like like werewolf style like he'll change into one he'll go out and like murder things and he'll come back and he's not sure why he's covered in blood and he slowly gets more and more confused about it and which it's it's honestly it's so stupid it's so fucking stupid but it takes itself so seriously because it goes from like a pastor who's like understanding what it, women are for the first time into a werewolf style velociraptor kind of a thing into being kind of like matrixy like fight scenes mixed with like the old west and it's that it sounds like there's just so much going on it in is this it's one movie you could have broken it up into like three different movies and it's just one extremely long like probably about like two-thirds of the way in i'm sitting there thinking to myself how am i still watching the same movie and it's, i thought i thought that same thing when i was watching the moose movie that one's definitely a movie that could have been split into two parts too because that one was a very long movie um but uh, on a scale of one to five for scariness, like genuine scariness, I would say a two. There is a lot of like blood and stuff like that. And there are a lot of fight scenes. People do get like decapitated and shit like that. It's all so extraordinarily low budget, though, that you just don't <laughs> have to worry about it actually scaring you. Uh, my only warning is the fact that there's like blood and stuff um, on a scale of one to five of how much like it's amazing to watch it's it's a four and it's not a five just because of how long it is it's it it feels like it just never ends so um okay mm, let's see killer pinata right is exactly what you think it is it is a possessed pinata that lived in a party store and nobody (sighs) ever wanted to buy it and the party store was going to go out of business and it got really mad about that and the fact that nobody ever wanted this pinata that's also kind of shaped like a llama but uh nobody ever wanted this pinata so it takes its revenge and starts murdering people it when, starts when it gets owners. when it gets wounded does it just spit out candy mm-hmm. okay <laughs> on a scale of one to five for scariness uh, it's it's a zero like it's it's a pinata it's an actual pinata like it's not scary whatsoever on a scale of one to five of how ridiculous it is it is a six like it, it's absolutely six <laughs> like breaks the scale let me tell you it's not cgi it's a pinata. It's a pinata that gets moved around. Like it's it's a six in the stupidity level. Like no, I can't even pretend. Um, oh boy. Okay. So going in a slightly different direction, we have Santa Jaws. 
This one's a Christmas-themed shark attack movie. And the thing that makes it Christmassy is the fact that the shark, on its, like, little dorsal fin, um, has a Santa hat on it. I'm sorry. Come again? The Santa only shark. thing that makes this Christmas is because the fucking shark has a Santa hat on its well, fin. Well, I think it's attacking during Christmas, if that makes it any better. But it Where is, in fact... Where did the shark get a, a Santa hat? Oh, it fell in the water and then it just got stuck on it and didn't come off. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, creepy Jaws-themed Christmas music. On a scale of one to five of, like, scary creepiness, it's mostly a shark attack movie just with a Santa hat involved, so I'll give it a three if you don't like, like, shark attack movies. Um, okay. On a scale of one to five of how ridiculous it is, I'm going to also give it a three because if you would just remove the Santa hat feature, It'd it would be a regular really, shark attack. Film. It would be yeah, a regular shark attack movie. But because there is in fact a Santa hat involved, and it's like Christmas shark attack movie, it gets upgraded. So now, question: Sure, how is this film mm-hmm. considered a Christmas movie? But there is a debate that Die Hard is not. Die Hard takes place on Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's a Christmas tree. There's a Christmas party. And it's still not considered a Christmas movie, which I call bullshit on. But was anybody wearing a Santa hat while they were attacking people? No. There you go. Still called bullshit. That's <laughs> fair. All right. Um, let's see. Attack of the Killer Donut. I don't want my donuts to attack me. I want to eat them. To be fair, they come in a box of half a dozen. And it, like, monster book of monsters style over there and, like, chomps down and, like, attacks people. Uh-huh. Um, on, a, on a scary scale, like a one. It, it's a There's a no scary donuts. about donuts It's a box at of you. donuts. It's an actual just box of donuts. Like, it's not scary. On oh, a ridiculous did. scale, a five, because it is, in fact, a box of donuts that is going to eat you monster book of this monsters. This one does style. not break the scale. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> no, like it, it, it was a little better done than the pinata one. Like I'll, I'll say that it's a little better okay. done than the pinata one. Um, now we have Lamageddon and the sequels of Lamageddon because, of course, it has sequels. This killer one, pinata, killer pinata as a llama, and Lamageddon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. Lamageddon is a llama that's super pissed about whatever llamas get pissed about and it goes around to this house and it starts killing people like just willy-nilly and you don't and like it's super sneaky too because like nobody ever sees the llama coming and like it sneaks up on people and then How it kills do not them see a llama coming i i don't know but it must be like the stealthiest fucking llama of all time um on a scale of one to five on like scariness factor i'll give it a three just because it was if it hadn't been a llama and been like a serial killer it might have been kind of creepy but it is in fact a llama uh on the ridiculous factor i will give it a four because it's a fucking llama that's going around and killing people so um yeah don't really know what to do with that one you're gonna like this one you ready Uh uh-huh inhuman witch this is a possessed person eating like sloppy joe uh, in what let me show you the picture 
Inhuman witch. Someone inhuman possess- witch. Mm-hmm. So possessed human eating a sloppy Joe. Wait, what? Mm-mm. No, the sloppy Joe is the creature. Oh, uh. let me uh, show you the image. And I desperately think anybody who um, like has not seen this movie should definitely watch it because. If you just really want to watch something truly and unhumanly terrible. Inhuman witch. Okay. Witch as in sandwich. Like it. Yeah. Witch like in sandwich. And it's got like really pointy dinosaur looking teeth. And it's basically a, a sloppy Joe looking thing. I guess you the guy it. on the very left looks like he's he's ready to eat the, sand, the, the sloppy Joe. The, well, the woman next to him looks like she's in the middle of eating it. That too. It's um it's a truly terrible movie. Like scary factor zero. It's it's a sandwich that's going around attacking people. Ridiculous factor is a six because it is in fact a sandwich that's going around and attacking people. So I, I was looking at the bottom right left corner and it said Jesus Christ vampire hunter. Oh yes, we'll get to that one, don't worry. Oh, it's on the list. It is. Of course it's on the list. Um We'll actually do that one next. Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. It's exactly what it sounds like. Jesus Christ has come back and he's here to uh, just hunt vampires. In a very truly 90s style looking movie. It is um, Jesus Christ with like stakes going around hunting the world's worst vampires. Because that's a necessity apparently of his coming back. Um, I, think, I haven't seen this movie mm-hmm. and I don't think he looks like a zombie but I think it would have made the film if he came back as a decaying creature that probably would have been more interesting than mm-hmm. you know the vampire hunting um, I would say creepiness factor 2 because it does take itself kind of seriously and <laughs> scariness factor also it too mostly just because of the way the people look so oh okay um let's see oh here we go oh boy rubber the killer tire a killer tire like goes around and it's just rolling around like down the roads and stuff like that just wiping people off the face of the earth just Full tilt, just smacking into people, just killing people, turning around, coming back, doing it again. You know, I'm kind of glad you're not a, a film major. Because you would just saturate this genre of like D movies mm. with the worst of the worst. So I'd rather, I'm much happier that you're an archaeologist and then you can <laughs> help me hide bodies. It's fair. It's very fair. It's very... I, I enjoy my terrible movies. It, it's They're funny to me, so. Oh, they're hilarious with how stupid they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I will do now, oh, on a scale of one to five of scariness, I'll give it a two. It does take itself a little seriously in a ridiculous way. Um, ridiculous factor is a four because it is in fact a tire. <laughs> going around and killing people it is probably one of like the movies that takes itself a little more seriously than the other ones do. okay but um yeah i will now present to you a series of different shark attack movies okay oh, oh god 
Okay, so we have Shark Exorcist, Ouija Shark, which does involve a Ouija board, Sharkacula, which is a vampire shark, and Ghost Shark, which is a ghost shark. All separate movies. Pretty much the same shit, just with weird sprinkling of odd flavors of like, this one's a ghost and this one's a vampire. This one's controlled by a Ouija board. Controlled by a Ouija board? I thought it was like actually doing the Ouija board. No, it was summoned and controlled by a Ouija board. What about the exorcist one? Is it literally perform? Are you are are we performing an exorcism on the shark, or is the shark performing an exorcism on someone else? No, they have to perform an exorcism on the shark because the shark is the devil. <laughs> I thought you'd you couldn't enjoy think that of one. you couldn't get more creative than just the devil. I mean, no. Oh, there's also Sharkenstein, which is a Frankenstein shark. Just so you know. So, um, we've Does it got have a hammerhead, a dolphin dorsal, like a whale fin. Um, I think it's if I remember right, it's pieces of different sharks is what okay. it is, but like put together. We've got um, Sharktopus, which is a shark crossed with an octopus. There are multiple sequels where it fights other creatures. Multiple sequels. I don't want to know what that looks like because at one point I did briefly think about getting a Sharktopus tattoo. It is the head of a shark with the lower body of an octopus. I don't like it. You shouldn't. It's very disturbing to look at. And in later movies, in, like, the sequels, it fights different creatures. Like, weird hybrid crocodile creatures and shit like that. So. And I think robots at one point. And robots! Alright. I think so. I think that's the one that has a sequel where they fight a robot. Like a robot shark or something. Um, now we have Killer Sofa. Killer Sofa. Which I have learned is actually a recliner. It is. It is, in fact, a recliner and not an actual sofa. Um, oh. now it is a recliner. Now it was owned by somebody who was like obsessed with this chick, right? And he died, but he was also kind of like a psychopath anyway, but he was obsessed with this chick. And when he dies, he ends up possessing this chair. And I will want, I do want to show you what the actual chair looks like. That is what the chair looks like in the movie it is literally just a chair and they took two very large buttons and sewed them into the middle of it to make it look like it had a face it looks like it belongs in Coraline it really really does (laughs) like they cut open a little bit of like the center seam to like make it for like a mouth so it could look frown and it could smile and like all this other really stupid shit I wish you guys could see this I deeply deeply want all of you to google killer sofa <clears throat> and then look at the photos of the actual recliner itself now the recliner is possessed and it is like the woman who gets the recliner is the one this dude was like obsessed with and now this recliner is deeply and ridiculously stalkerishly in love with this woman and he and like this recliner doesn't like it when like uh, she goes out, like, she knows other people, like, all of this stuff. So it starts killing all of the people that she knows. And will, like, throw them out windows, hides them in trash. Like, it can go up and down, like, out of the house. Because they live in a second floor apartment. It can go up and down. It can walk. Mm-hmm. Well, it, recl- it scoots. It scoots. It scoots around. And it's, like, it's hidden people in trash cans. It's, like, it's done all kinds of shit. And it's... On a scale of one to five of scary, 
I want to give it a 3.5, bordering on a 4, because they do put a lot of effort into making it kind of scary. It's not, like, scary, like, Halloween is, like, the, the movie, or, like, right. Freddy Krueger is, or whatever. Like, on a scale of 1 to 5 of, of terrible movies, it's a, it's a 5, it's a 4, it's a 3.5 to a 4 of, like, these kinds of movies, because they do put a lot of effort into it, and... If it wasn't for the fact that it's just so fucking ridiculous to look at. Like, the other scenes are creepy. Like, of well, kind of creepy of, like, when you can't see the recliner. And it does a lot of that, like, dun-dun music. Because, you know, like, somebody's going to get yeah. murdered and stuff like that. But, like, when you're actually looking at the recliner, it's like a one. So. <laughs> like, the scenes with the recliner's not in is like a three. And then the scenes with the recliner's in is like a one. Because they did As soon as the recliner so shows up, buttons. it just goes, nah. Yeah, because, like. I will say the box art, like cover photos of it, is the cover art is like monster. That's level scary. scary looking. They actually yeah, literally cool. just took a recliner and then sewed Coraline style buttons into it and thing and went there. You go. Um, so it is kind of creepy as long as you're not looking at the recliner. Okay. And uh, on a ridiculous scale, it's a fucking killer recliner. So it's a six, bordering <laughs> on a seven because it's a killer fucking recliner that they couldn't even name properly. Um, let's see. Where should I go next? There's so many choices. Cowboys versus dinosaurs was actually probably the highest budget movie that I have on this list. It is cowboys in the like old west ish. Old West, a little bit of modernism thrown in there, but they are absolutely fighting dinosaurs. So, um, some of them are on, like, the backs of dinosaurs. Some of them are just being eaten by the dinosaurs. Some of them are just fighting dinosaurs. But it is cowboys versus dinosaurs. Okay. Mm. On a scale of one to five of ridiculousness, I would say they put a lot of effort into it. So if you really just throw any and all sense of logic out, it's not a terrible movie. But I, for a ridiculous scale, considering all the other movies on this list, I will give it a two. On a scariness level, it's not. It's not like a one. It's not a scary movie. It's a cowboys versus dinosaurs movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> lava Angela, which is lava tarantulas. Do they do the tarantulas live in the volcanoes or are they made of lava? Both. Both. They they come up from underground after there's like an earthquake and they lived in like this magma streams and stuff like that. So they're lava covered tarantulas. Okay. Oh, there's one of the Sharktopus movies. It's Sharktopus versus uh Whale Wolf. I really wish you guys could see her face. I think I'm slowly killing her. <laughs> She's gonna just look at her face like death isn't coming soon enough. Shark head octopus tentacles versus <laughs> shark wolf. Whale wolf, you said. Which part's the whale? Which, war, oh, wait, which whale part's wolf. the wolf? I, it's in the shape of a whale with like teeth of a wolf and some other wolfy features. It's Does it have a tail? Like a fluffy uh, tail? No, I think it has a whale tail. I think there's like some fur like on the top, like through the top of it, but now for one of my favorite terrible movies of all. Oh no. Zombie, zombie beavers? Zombie beavers. <laughs> How did I know? Zombie beavers. Now, 
I will start this by saying on a scary factor, it's a four because this movie takes itself very seriously and it puts a lot of effort into it. And it, it is like that cabin in the woods, jump scary type movie. Okay. Um, now the beavers, uh, vary in sizes of normal size beaver to very fucking huge, like almost as big as your car style beavers. Um, and there's a bunch of like college kids in the woods in a cabin doing stupid college kids in a cabin in the woods kind of things. And they're slowly getting attacked by these zombie beavers. However, these zombie beavers do in fact have zombie qualities in that when they bite you, you yourself slowly turn into a zombie beaver. We just forgo all biology and anatomy and Mm. humans turn into beavers. You do slowly become a gigantic zombie beaver complete with tail, teeth, the whole nine yards. Okay. Okay. What else? And uh, on a ridiculous factor, I'll give it a three. Because, But I'll give it a scary factor of four. Just because it does, in fact, work really hard at being a scary movie. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was It's one of my favorite ones. It's an awful, awful movie. By the way, none of these movies, except for... Um, Cowboys versus dinosaurs look like they have a budget of over $20. Like, none of them, not a single fucking one of them look like they have a budget over $20. Now, the Cowboys versus dinosaurs look like it had a budget of maybe a whole hundred dollars. So, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, I have heard Misty say that if there's a budget of over $25, she doesn't want to watch it. Look, you have seen a lot of pop culture movies and you can make a lot of like a lot, you know, like a lot of references to things that I've just never seen as referenced by all four of our trivia episodes. I've seen a lot of this shit, okay? <laughs> like you want to know what I watched? There you go. While everybody else is watching Legally Blonde. I'm watching Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Avalanche Sharks. Of sharks that live in ice and like they go through the ice and they'll like attack you that way instead of water. There's also sand sharks too. Why are they always sharks? There's a shit ton of shark movies that are this way. Like a shit, like Sharknado started something. If I'm going to be in the desert, I want to hear about killer camels. No, I've never come across a killer camel movie. You're in the desert. It's the prime area for it. No, we're going to adapt the sharks to live in sand. They are aquatic! There is no water in the desert! Mega shark versus Crocosaurus. I said that one just to see your reaction, so. Crocosaurus? Oh, yeah. A crocodile is already, like, a modern-day dinosaur. You don't need to call it a saurus. What, what part of it is a dinosaur? No, they did, in fact, totally cross it with a uh, dinosaur. I know. Which which half of it is a dinosaur? Um, it's kind of evenly split. Let me see if I can find a photo of that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, sky sharks. There's one. The six-headed shark attack. That one has sequels because there's like three, four, or yeah, I think there's three, four, five, and six. Mm. Does it start losing heads as the sequels continue? Starts no, off it with started six. with less heads. Oh. Is it like Hydra? So when you cut one off, like three more show up? Kind of. You look like you're really just suffering right now. How does this franchise end? Because if you just keep lobbing the damn head off, it comes back with more. So that just means more sequels. I think eventually, How does it end? I think eventually they hit, they hit their budget of $100. So 
There you go. Mega shark versus crocosaurus. It is literally just a giant crocodile. You doing okay over there, buddy? <laughs> yeah. You sure? Yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a photo of it. Let's see it. There you go. There you go. Look at that CGI. Look at that really shitty ass CGI. <laughs> Look at that two year old Photoshop. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Big-ass crocodile. And the way that you have it on the screen looks like the next picture, like, next to it looks mm-hmm. like its tail is, like, going into that picture with the shark biting. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> oh. Y'all can never ask me what movie I want to watch. <clears throat> if we, you know, like, if we ever hang out, like, you can't be like, hey, what movie do you want to watch? Because I'm going to subject y'all to something and you just ain't going to like it. find me on the right mood because if we're with Erin, you know I'm going to side with you and be like, let's torment her while tormenting myself. But at the same time, I'm going to get entertainment out of this while watching her freak out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. Oh. Well, so we went to the Grishaverse gala last night, right? I saw the photos. You guys look so pretty. We got to see Lay. Lee. I saw that. Yeah. We got to see Freddie Carter and Amida Suman. That's really cool, though. Um, uh, Where was I going with this? I have no idea. Fuck, I forgot. What were we talking about? You went to the. Before that, what was a definitely like attack of the killer like crocodile or some shit like that. Oh, that's right. So while after the Grishaverse event, we're just driving around uh, the Mid Wilshire area and we're like looking for um, just a McDonald's or like a taco. So we're looking for a Taco Bell. All right, and we pass by this building or like this store. Mm-hmm. It's a smoke shop. Okay, but it was called Bobo Smoke Shop. <laughs> and Aaron's just like. Nope, it's probably clown themed. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to go near it. I would have to side with her on that one. That's pretty fucking weird. Bobo Smoke Shop. Bobo Smoke. I wonder if it has a website. It does! Of course it does. It's on Yelp. Oh, no, but it's got an actual website. Are you 21 and over? No. I have another little list of some of these movies. Oh, we got more. How did you find these? Just bad Most horror? of these are on Amazon Prime to watch. You can watch pretty much all of these on Amazon Prime. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will round it out with, um, I think, two movies. I will round it out with Ice Spiders, which is a lot like Ice Sharks. It's spiders. Dangerous, gigantic spiders that live in the ice. And when the ice is cracked, it releases ancient, evil, giant ice spiders. Why did it have to be spiders? Why can't it be the butterflies? I'm sure there's a killer butterfly movie if you'd like that. <laughs> Here's what I found. Yeah, those are all like old looking movies, aren't they? 78. Yeah, yeah, no, all of these movies are made 2000 and forward. There you go. It's 2010. Birdemic. Oh, yeah. What else we got? Okay. Oh. Scarecrow. Pterodactyl. What in the hell? No. From 1968, a TV movie called They Saved Hitler's Brain. Well, look, I, none of the movies I've recommended are from anything that that old. Like, everything I've recommended is made in the 2000s and forward. So, like, there is CGI. It's just... Very bad CGI. Good CGI, but that's on purpose. Like, all of these are 
wonderful recommendations for all of the people who'd like to watch something spooky but isn't really into something actually spooky or who don't doesn't really like horror movies and would more just like to laugh at a horror movie than they would anything else. But I will round out my list of recommendations with my favorite of all of them. The one I subjected Ani to, which is known as Moose the Movie. This beautiful, wonderful, amazing 10 out of 10, 20 out of 10 movie is so fucking long. But it is the weirdest, craziest, wildest fucking twist and turn shit. There is a ancient evil in a like a moose demon werewolf bullshit that comes out of like a lake to kill people after its totem was uh, destroyed. And like this cop that moves to the small ass town like has to figure out how to deal with it and all of the other bodies alongside corner that also has like 12 other jobs um a series of muppets i did you did hear that correctly muppets that run a I restaurant keep forgetting about the muppets and keep forgetting uh, about the muppets and a old woman who definitely at all times is trying to kill him whenever he's in his office and a large series of other even more insane things. I don't want to spoil it because I do want you guys to go watch it. It's an awful, awful fucking movie. Um, it is on a scary factor. It is a negative 10. It is not terrifying whatsoever. There's, There's no nothing scary about this film. It's just you sitting there going, just questioning your choice as to why the hell you're watching this film. Yeah, that was the point that I made Ani regret coming to visit me. <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck has she done? <laughs> And on it was a, much no that visit was much better than the alternative. So I mean, genuinely fair. I'm glad you still feel that way after being subjected to Moose the movie. <laughs> At least we got a lovely memory out of it. All right, we're gonna that goes into the same folder as the chainsaw snoring and those lovely really pictures true. that we took at Disney. That's really really true. Um. Like I said, scary factor, negative 10, uh, ridiculous factor, uh, plus 20. Definitely like a 20 out of 5. It is the most ridiculous fucking piece of cinema you will ever watch in your entire life. And I genuinely hope lots of people watch it because holy fuck, that's a terrible movie. It's bad. It's bad. But the it's Muppets make it so much fun. The Muppets, make it, Muppets. It, the Muppets make it interesting. I'll say that. And they make it real, real weird and real, real interesting at the same time. Oh, I'm so glad I get to share like my terrible shitty movies with people. I didn't realize just how many there were. Like I'm sure oh, there's a whole bunch more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I did try to condense it down to like some of the like more popular ones that I watched. So and like some of the better ones. Because some of them are so bad that even I I can't watch them. So which ones are those? Please tell me. <laughs> um, there's been... Uh, there was one we turned off in the middle. There was, there's been a couple of them like over the years that we've just we've just turned off in the middle because they just don't make... Like, it's not that they don't make sense because none of these make any fucking sense, but they're like... Like, um, Thanksgiving with the killer turkey. Like, for Thanksgiving. Oh, I remember you mentioned Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, like, The Amazing Bulk, which is, like, a purple knockoff of Hulk and shit like that. 
there's pan man with a dude who's just got like a pail for a head uh you know like really really stupid shit like that so sometimes even there are things that even i can't watch but uh let me tell you most of these movies by the way all of almost all of them are on um like amazon prime if anybody actually wants to go out and watch them almost Uh, all i'm pretty sure all of these are on amazon yeah i i'm that's where we watched most of them we exhausted all of amazon's really terrible movies (laughs) yeah Like, we've watched all of, like, we watched Christmas Tornado. We watched, like, the Santa Sharks and the and the Sky Sharks and the the weird disaster movies or the, the haunted meteorites and shit like that. We've watched all haunted of Haunted meteorites. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird shit on there. So I highly recommend people spend a little bit of time watching really terrible movies because it won't scare you, but it will make you laugh. I go, like, I love to laugh, obviously, and the stupider, the better. Mm. I But in the enjoy... actual genre of comedy and not, like, because laughing because it's so no, bad. No, I, I like it. I, I, depending on my mood, I really do enjoy the uh, this level of stupidity. Just because I will sit there going, what the fuck? What in the actual fuck? What are they doing? <laughs> like, plot hole, plot hole, <laughs> plot hole. Like defying physics, defying science, defying <laughs> logic. <laughs> and let me tell you, the Moose movie has zero logic to it. There, there is absolutely no none. There, there was, there was no logic to that movie. But it's like that was a movie my mom stopped watching in the middle because it was so bad. And that one, I watched like just straight through. I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever. So, yeah, I enjoy getting to share this. I enjoy getting to time. share this. I enjoy getting to share this weird, strange genre of movies with people. Because I've seen so many. Like, this is where all of my movie watching has been. Like, like we've encountered... Like, Ani and I have talked about so many different, like, pop culture references I don't understand from movies that I haven't seen. These are the movies that I'm watching. Like, I like to watch movies that don't take themselves seriously or are so fucking stupid it's not possible to take them seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to do something Halloween-ish... But you don't actually like scary movies. Pretty much all of the recommendations that I have. If you will want do that. to, if you want to be in the Halloween mood and mm-hmm. confuse and probably startle and <laughs> scare the trick or treaters that are coming to your door, put any of these movies on and blast it and have them hear it and be like, "Do we really want to approach this house?" Mm-hmm. Guarantee you, they will probably avoid your house and you get all the candy. There you go. It's a horrifying but unique experience, every single one of them. And I highly recommend each and every one. Like, just go on Amazon and just start watching some of their movies that have a rating of, like, two, maybe three at most. (laughs) Just start watching some of those. Like, my mom and I have watched pretty much all of the things Amazon has to throw at us in that way. And it's, um, it's an experience, so. Oh, my God. Some of them are made super recently. Like we watched one that was made this year. Like so, like there's a lot of them are made like very recently. I think the Moose movie is from just like a couple years ago. Yeah, the and, Moose. I think it's like 2018. Yeah, something like that. It's like 2018, 2019. It's very recent. So like it, there's no excuse for how bad the CGI is, except for the fact that I'm pretty sure the budget's about 20 bucks. So these are films that no actors putting like on their resume, basically. <laughs> No, 
No, this is not going. Yeah, I was. I, I'm gonna brag about this film that I was in. Yeah, I was definitely I in like played a Shark Muppet. I was in Sharktopus versus like Whale Wolf. <laughs> Just watch the casting director look at you like, I excuse me, what? Times are tar- hard. I needed those twenty dollars. <laughs> those twenty dollars. I said whole twenty bucks, man. They paid me over the course of ten weeks. At the end, I got twenty whole dollars. That's a sad paycheck. <laughs> In all honesty, you saw the Moose movie. Does anything about that movie scream anybody got paid more than $20? No. Exactly. That's more like a, guys, I have an idea. Let's make a film. And you get everyone that you know that can pl- that can fulfill some role in the movie making process. And you just... That is Velocipaster. That is exactly what it is. Because it starts with two people and then just keeps going up with more and more people that get involved. And at the end, like, there's these large fight scenes and shit like that. Yeah. That one's... That's Velocipaster. For sure. Okay. Very strange movie. It's a... The one that's Like, on even my on list. my scale of, like, weird-ass movies, that's a really strange fucking movie. So this is how tonight. I... This is how I spend my time. Not even just my Halloweens. This is how I spend my time watching my movies. So November is gonna be our Disney trip to with the high school gang. Like the, we haven't gone to Disneyland together, the four of us, since grad night. Well, that's cool. So this is gonna be the first time since two thousand eight that we're all going together. And I'm just like, I I kept telling them like, because they all have a tendency to be late. I'm just like, you guys want a rope drop? If you are even two minutes late, I will whoop your ass. <laughs> I'm like, one of the girls is going to be sleeping over. I'm like, she's safe. Yeah. Because she's going to be in my house and I can just wake her ass up and be like, let's get ready. Yeah. Is like rope drop, <clears throat> does that mean park opening? Eight o'clock. Yeah. And we're doing a park hopper. So I'm just like, listen, guys. <laughs> Where do you park hop? Two is that like California Adventure? Uh huh. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> what's there? What's in Disney like land? Yeah, like they're literally right across each other. Like you walk down yeah. the Esplanade or the Promenade or whatever, and it's just right across each other. We went like the year after it opened or something like that. Ah, awesome. very long time ago. But we yeah. went. I remember was... thinking, wow, this is small. <laughs> it was really really small, like, at least back then. So. Oh yeah, there was, something, there was something to do back then. Yeah, there's a lot to I do mean, now. I have no idea what it looks like now because I haven't been since I was nine, or no, oh, it was before that, after that. It opened in two thousand one. Well, that, I was nine that year, but I remember coming. We came here to Orlando, I think, when I was nine, and we did a different Disney trip to Disney. I've no, because I know I've been to both before like obviously this last couple years mm-hmm. but i don't quite remember what year it was we went to disneyland i think it was i had to have been younger than that because i've seen photos uh, so i must have been like six or seven something like that i was at the age of winning autographs i know that okay so. that was a one-time thing so i remember as a kid i had my autograph book that i would take yeah. around just have all of them sign it yeah I remember doing that the when we visited Disney. As as an adult, I can't fathom why. Like that was something. Like as a kid, like you think they're the real characters, I guess. But it, like as an adult, I, it, I have no clue. 
I've thought about doing it as an adult, just like take it with me, and every time I see a character, just go and like have them sign it. Yeah, like I, I, I it wouldn't bring me any joy. I because I, I don't want anybody's actual autograph either. <laughs> like That's I don't fair. want any celebrities' autograph either. Somebody'd be like, "Hey, here's this autograph of like Brad Pitt," and I'd be like. Can I sell it? Can I <laughs> like, sell it? Like, what, what do I do with it? Like, can I can I sell it? Because that I don't have any. I think I have, um, unless it's an author, that's different. Oh, like if yeah. It's a, if it's an author of a book, like, that's that's different. But because uh, I have a couple of author signatures. But, like, that's, to me, that's different. So I'm like more of those. <laughs> I don't I don't need actors or Disney characters uh, signatures. But I will, in fact, take uh, more authors signatures. So. I think I have two or three. I don't know I don't have a lot, but I think I have two or three. Thanks to well, Aaron not in, not I including <clears throat> not including like one collection I have. Like we're mm-hmm. all like seven volumes are all signed, but that was like a collection. I mean, I bought them at different points in time because I bought them right, but you had them out. all signed. But like it's by the same author, so like I just count that as an. Oh no, wait, I do have a couple comic books that are signed. So I have. So I'd say like five in total. Because of Owl Crate and the Luma Crate, I have signed copies of books. Yeah. But also because of going to book fairs and book events, I have yeah. got the Kenyan books. I got Butcher to sign it. I got, oh, I think I got Lainey Taylor to sign a book. I got, uh, what's her name? V.E. Schwab. Mm, that's cool. I thought, um, out of all of them, my favorite is the one I have for Ilona Andrews because of she's course, because that's your favorite. One of my series. favorite, yeah. yeah. Has some of my favorite books. I just finished her newest novel too. So nice. I actually finished another full novel. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm always impressed with myself anymore when I do that. I am taking a book on the cruise with me though. So which I, one? I'm thinking Throne of Glass. Like my other thought was The Song of Achilles, but Throne of Glass is longer. So. I've read most of Throne of Glass before, so like that, it won't. Nothing about it will surprise me. But I think that I'll take Throne of Glass because it's longer. So, are you taking like the whole series or like just one of them? No, just just one, just the first one. I only own the first one. So, besides, there's only so much I can take because I'm only taking a carry on. Like, there's only so much I can take. So, Um, because I considered taking Song of Achilles. but I'm like, I have a three hour flight ahead of me there and then a three hour flight back. So, and then like, there's, if there's downtime, like on the ship too. So like, I'll, you know, I'll, I figured I'd bring throne of glass. So, but uh, oh, so much, I didn't so want to bring, heartbreak. I didn't want to bring that other one. The one that I started to read with you and didn't finish. From Blood because, and Ash. Yeah. Cause like when I started that one, it just didn't hook me. And I'm just kind of like, I'm worried that I'm just going to be stuck with this book on a trip and it's the only book I'm going to have and I'm not going to like it. So I'm like, at least I know my opinions of Throne of Glass. So, so much heartbreak. Sarah J. Moss knows how to pull your heartstrings. Like I read, I would say two thirds. No, I would say I read three fourths of throne of glass i read quite a bit of it and i just didn't quite finish it i got really annoyed the more subplots that kept getting thrown in and the throne of glass is a lot of subplots that keep getting wait 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 are you talking about just the one book or the whole series the one book i got three fourths of the way through the first book and once they started incorporating like the the magic tunnel bullshit i was just like another subplot seriously 
it so just, much gets explained though after, i know like, all, but like it the all point, ties together i know and i like i know it makes sense later on and like they explain all of it but like for the love of god you could have waited to introduce some of it and tell these later books you didn't have to throw it all in the first book like it wasn't necessary there was enough shit going on you didn't have to keep throwing more and more shit. and they did there was like so many extra like subplots like there's the magic shit that's going on with like the tunnel and all that bullshit and like she's trying to escape and all this other shit and then there's this that foreign dignitary lady who's around and like all her subplot bullshit's going on and then there's like the prince dude's got his own shit going on and it's just like Dorian. Yeah. yeah, and there's like there's just so many subplots in that book to the point that you're just like, look, you could have waited. You could have waited until like the next book to introduce at least one of these things, especially like the foreign dignitary chick. Like you could have waited to find out there was more shit going on with her until like the second book. It would have made more of a better build up. And you could have like introduced the magic stuff like at this point, but waited for her to find like the weird secret tunnel shit until later. Like, because that wasn't something you needed to throw in, like, right here. So, like, it just started irritating me how the fact that it was just kept throwing more shit in there. So, like, it was just like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've gotten bored at this point. So, but I'm going to give the series another try. And then after Yay. I do that, assuming I like the series, I will try some of her other shit. So. I really think you'd like, like, you would really like following Selena's journeys, adventures. Well, <clears throat> I'm you like I am there's it wouldn't be the first mainstream series I really didn't like like there's been quite a few like really mainstream very popular series like anything by C Cassandra Clare I can't fucking stand I, yeah. I have not read I've only heard abysmal things about Cassandra Clare's writing and she has a huge like cult following but so I did know. when we were younger PC cast yeah I fucking hated her work too like that shit was terrible too so like it like, I, I really want to like the Throne of Glass series and just Sarah J. Moss, like, in general. I really want to. But, like, my main experience with it has been lackluster. So. I wonder if, again, you like the, if you would like the Crescent City one more, then, because it's urban. It's urban fantasy. I do like urban fantasy. Um, and it's not that I don't like, like, high fantasy, because I really enjoy high fantasy. I read a lot more urban fantasy, but I do like uh, high fantasy a lot. I just, sometimes it just doesn't click with you. Like, so far, Blood and Ash, what I've read of it, didn't click with me at all. And, Meanwhile, uh, I binged it in, like, a matter of, like, eight hours. Yeah, and I'm just, like, it, like, I was reading it, and, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't particularly care for the fact that like, right out the gate, her first interaction with this dude is them in bed together, and I'm just kind of like, really? Like, and she's there to lose her virginity or whatever, and I'm just like, really? Like oh, okay. That, like, that's your plot hook for this series, really? And I'm just like, okay, well, that's weird. So, because it's just, it's a little too unrealistic for me, because I'm just like, that's your way of, like, ruining your purity? Like, go punch somebody in the face. Go tell somebody to fuck off. Like, why is this your first step? It's weird. Because no, like, 18-year-old virgin's first step is like, I'm just going to go to a fucking brothel. Like, no. No idiot. No, it's Nobody not. But knowing what she's been through, I understand why she's done that. Because she's like, I'm just going to try and find ways to defile myself so they can get off my ass and leave me alone. But, like, she's also doing it in secret. Oh, yeah. What's the fucking point if you're doing it in secret? She's not allowed to leave. She's not yeah, allowed to like, leave the palace or the 
confines of wherever she's at. Like, there's just so many steps to go through before you get to that. And I'm just like, the fact that, like, that's where this series starts just tells me a lot of what Mm -hmm. I wanted to know about it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. That's... It's not, it wasn't a huge pull for me. But then again, okay. a lot of, as we've discovered, a lot of popular series don't pull for me for various reasons. So, you know, like the unrealisticness on a base level is usually what turns me off of most series. And then the other part is like high sexual content is immediately I'll just close a book and it's just like, like, I don't mind there being content in it. Like I've definitely, like my Ilona Andrews books definitely have smut and shit like that in it. But, like, it's not super graphic stuff. Right. And just, like, and I don't want to get into a book two chapters in and, like, they're in bed together because I'm just like, okay, well, that, okay, that's. There are some books that Aaron has has read and it's on my TBR as well that I know that the plot is not great. Yeah. Like, if not great, it's, like, almost non-existent and we're reading it purely for the smut. And, like, I mean, I've read those kinds of books before. Like, I've definitely have read those kinds of books. And, like, it, it just, it's, they're not usually quite that interesting to me. And usually I seek them out for plot purposes. And they're like, oh, this story is about this. And they just completely disregard the fact that it's mostly a smut book. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. oh okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, well, you know, and, like, I don't, I won't put a book down because it has smut in it. Like, all of my Ilona Andrews and my Patricia Briggs series, like, all of those have, like, smut and stuff in them. And, like, I have other novels and stuff like that. It doesn't bother me to read it if it's in it, but it has to make fucking sense. Yeah. You don't want want it in there. I don't want it in there just because I want it to, like, it's because having sex is a part of life. And, like, that's, and, like, yeah, that's what people do. And that's fine. But, like, it's not the center of the universe. Yeah. And as a such, I don't want it to be the center of my story. Like if the, like if it goes through the stages until you get to that point, that's great. But like, I'm not interested in reading a story where she goes to a fucking brothel to hook up with somebody. And like, that's the start of the plot. Cause it's just like, why, why? Especially when there's so many other options before you get to the brothel and then you just don't do any of those and i'm just like that's just continue reading that story and you'll see why it starts off that way like and i'm like well like i said i did read the first few chapters like i i did i did do that and the for even before she gets to the point where like she's in bed with this dude like it really just wasn't kind of clicking with me at that point mm-hmm. like even before that and i'm just kind of like it's a lot of internal monologuing going on like a lot of it and i'm just like okay it's we it's that's kind of my uh my issue with this one right now with Shadow and the Ember. Yeah. It's there's only so much internal monologuing I can listen to. Like, the whole thing is written in I. I did this. I went here. I you know, I thought this. I inhaled. I'm like I don't quite like that POV. I like, yeah. I, I really, really like the uh, omniscient narrator. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not an I or a you, like reading from the, you the point of view. You is really, of, like, really hard to write. It, yeah. for, it, it's really hard to write in the second POV. Yeah. But, but like, I is real. I don't mind it mentioned because there's like, a, I have a couple of books where they, where they might throw a sentence in there because like, it's kind of like the lead character is telling you that, you know, well, right. 
I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Right, you know, right, something right. like that. Like, that's fine. But to an, write an entire story like it's, like, like from the point of view of I is, is, is not... That's not great. That's not great. So here, here's a little excerpt. I didn't want to be alone, but I also didn't want to be around anyone. So I walked like I did on nights when the buzz of energy made sleep impossible. Nights that were becoming more and more common over the last several months. The scent of rain hung heavy in the air. It was still early enough that the hum of conversation and the clink of fancy glasses filled candlelit courtyards. Like, it's just, I. I entered the hilly quarter. <laughs> I, I liked it up here. Like... No, that's an immediate off-putting. That is very off-putting, like, right off the bat. I'm trying to get past it, just because I know I'm going to like the story. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get in the groove of it. I've, like, I've had this... If I wanted I to read a self-insert fan fiction, I would go read one. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, where it just says your name instead of, like, character's name, and it just is like... Mm. Insert your name. Yeah, or abbreviated to YN, or like when they're talking about like hair color or eye color or anything else, it just says YN and then hair color. Like, or your hair color or your eye color or some shit like that. Stuff I read when I was 13. So it's just like, yeah, no. I don't usually read things from the point of view of I. It's just like, yeah, okay. Unless it's like, um, unless it's like a more of a, like a nonfiction story, like, if you're on Reddit and you're reading those, am I those asshole stories? Oh, and yeah. Those are from the point of view of I, and that's acceptable. But, like, I don't want to read it in my fictional novels. So. No, no. I, I, will, I like the Reddit thread. It was like, yeah, I did this, I did that. It's like, yeah, you're the asshole. Um, yeah. Just, I love I love the – like, I don't, I've never actually been on Reddit's website, but I do, in fact, enjoy the fact – so my favorite part about Instagram is all of the other social medias come to Instagram, and I can just look at everything right there. So I do enjoy reading those. But, uh, but yeah – it's now a weird opposite trend of everything I've just said is that stuff doesn't apply as hard to my manga choices. Like I have several series that each volume has just like some serious smut in it. And that doesn't phase me at all. <laughs> but like the novels is where it bothers me. I don't know why, but to be fair, like, to be fair, like, of my series that have, like, smut in them, Candy Colored Paradox has an amazing, like, plot line and stuff like that. And I really enjoy them, both of the main characters. So, I wouldn't if I didn't like them. But then again, you do have to know the main characters is yeah. the thing. Like, I don't want to, my introduction to a character to be like, hey, this is this person, and there's that person over there. This is what they look like now. They're in bed together. And, like, that's like, no, that's not interesting to me. So speaking of dark Reddit, do you remember, did, did you look at the thread that I sent you guys about um, ex-cons of Reddit? What's the most terrifying thing you saw inside a prison? I know I read a couple. I don't think I read the whole thread. Okay. I just, I got to the first one and I went, ah, uh, that's a lot. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Here, I sent you another one because it just sounds really funny. Um. Let's pretend each country in the world is a guest at a party. What are they doing at the party? The first one is Spain hasn't even left home yet, but has told everyone they are on the way. <laughs> and the comment is, uh, your political cousin Mexico learned this from you then. <laughs> Austria being sad about having met all the guests in the past, but not being remembered by anybody. That's pretty fucking accurate because that's an old ass country that nobody cares about. So Germany is calling the cops at 10 p.m. sharp because of loud music. 
<laughs> I don't know a, sh- a whole lot about modern Germany. I know way more about their history than I do anything. So, North Korea is in the treehouse a block away trying to watch the party with binoculars that are just two empty paper towels rolled roll tape together (laughs) it's probably pretty accurate to be honest czech and slovakia are the couple that broke up but still spend all their time at the party together isn't that weird when people do that like why did you break up if you're literally just going to spend all of your time together right the philippines putting the food and drinks in plastic bags to eat at home tomorrow Sweden is either looking anxiously at their watch, wondering when it's socially acceptable to go home, or the drunkest person at the party. No in between. I was going to say I'm Sweden, but then there was a second half of that sentence. So, because that is me at a party, like sitting there thinking to myself, okay, how long do I have to be here before I get home? Because I don't want to be here. So, the French keep speaking in French to their English speaking peers, although they know English and nobody else knows French. Sounds very French. That's real fucking French. Because I had a French teacher who went to uh, France. And you didn't tell people you were from America if you could help it. You told people you were from Canada. Mm-hmm. They, we are not liked in a lot of places. We're not liked in most of the world. Like, let's be truly honest. Because the United States has a terrible reputation just in general. And if I ever travel, like, the world, I will, in fact, be telling people I'm from Canada. So. Mm-hmm. Spain hasn't even arrived yet since 2200. It's dinner time, and good parties don't start until past 2 two in the morning. Spain and Argentina finally show up together at 3, both drunk, to an almost dying party. But when they arrive, the real party begins. Argentina starts offering Fernet to everyone, and Spain goes straight to the DJ table and changes the mood completely. All right. <laughs> I can attest to the Argentina part. Okay. Okay, well, question for you then. If Armenia is at a party, what's Armenia doing? We work on Armenia time. You tell us dinners at the party at 7, we don't show up till like 9 or 10. And we bring all the food. Is a significant time difference of showing up versus when, like, things are supposed to start? Is that a thing? Yes. Oh. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Oh, it does. It drives me nuts. I am am definitely that person who thinks to myself, if I have to be there at 4, I need to leave the house. Like, and it's 30 minutes (laughs) away. I have to leave the house by 2.30 to make sure that I'm there. And I sit in a parking lot for 30 fucking minutes. Like, that is definitely the person I am. I am the same way. Yeah. So if I show up somewhere, I am about 15 to 10, like 10 to 15 minutes early. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's on time. Yeah. Yeah. If If I am at your house at the allotted time, I feel like I'm late. Yes, 100%. That is something we are on the exact same wavelength with. But uh, yeah, no, the, the, the super late thing would really drive me nuts. Like, I have a former coworker of mine who I won't name. Um, she was a very nice person, but she was always extraordinarily late. And it used to piss me the fuck off because it's just like, hey, I'm going to be there. Okay, well, you said that an hour ago. Yeah, right. Where are you? And I am not waiting for you if you're going to be that late. Especially when people are waiting on you. Like, that really drives me nuts if people are waiting on you. Because that's just so rude to me. Is like, if you're if you're late meeting people who are expecting you to be somewhere. It's just like, hmm. When we have um, our New Year's Eve party, whoever, whoever is hosting, right? Mm-hmm. We get there around 7, mm-hmm. 8. About seven. 
Yeah. No one starts to eat until like nine or ten, and I'm like, because no one's fucking showing up until then. I'm like, come on. Uh, no, I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna pop out for a minute. I gotta. I'll be right back, and I can go get myself fucking something to eat and come back. Like I'll just start wandering through the kitchen and be like, what can I pick at until like we can have yeah. the food come out? Oh, I re- like look. We are aware. I don't like parties. Like we'd, yes. I've been to. I've been to. Like I've been to several. Like it's fine of different varieties and types throughout the years. High school parties and you know like parties as a and college person and all that stuff and like all that. Um, not a lot of like, or not a lot of like stereotypical college parties. Um, I hate all of them <laughs> for various reasons. Mostly my social battery in those settings runs out super quickly, like real fucking quickly, especially when I worked at castles and poor people and uh, I was at parties and stuff with these people or like events and things like that. My social battery with them ran down real fucking fast, like real, real fast. But then again, at the same time, like I'm I'm in a social situation like that's awkward to me. Mm-hmm. Like we we went on multiple occasions. There's a geek bar that's here. It's right, um, and which, and I like it. It's nice. It's just that people go to bars for reasons, and that's usually alcohol. And as somebody who doesn't drink any alcohol, like, look, I am aware that on a very fundamental level, I am the most boring fucking person you're ever going to meet. I don't date. I don't drink. I don't smoke. There's never been any, like, any kind of, like, substances involved whatsoever. And there's, like, there's no sex. There's not, like, I'm an asexual person. I am a fundamentally, and I'm, and I'm super socially awkward and anxious. I am a fundamentally boring ass motherfucking person. I am aware of that. That didn't change over the years. It's just gotten worse. Like, my social battery has gotten smaller, not bigger. And... So, like, and my tolerance for people, my tolerance for people has kind of stayed the same. Like, I have a better handle on my temper than I did as a teenager. But, like, my my level of doneness happens still at the same time. I'm just usually less yeah, angry I mean, about it. You you were fine with me and Aaron. That's different. I'm good friends with you guys. The people I worked with at Castles and Poor People, um, you guys were social with me. They were social with each other. And ah, okay. I was social involvement adjacent. And even if that's not what they meant, that's how it felt. And I gotcha. I gotcha. And it's just like, okay, because you guys talk to me and like involve me. And whereas with the people at Castles and Poor People, it feels like, hey, we're a group of people who know each other. There you go. And yeah. like that's that's the extent of that. And it gets really Yeah, we were like, cool. hey, get in this picture and be stupid with us. Yeah. And like, in all honesty, that's kind of like me as a person is what I need is that's one of the reasons you and I work out so well because like for this with this podcast for instance I would have spent forever talking about starting a podcast and doing you know and and like doing one and everything never would have done one not at all like on my own 100% not at all it's just like but you are a doer you do things you're like that's my idea let's do something and then you do it I'm not a doer like I can sit here and make an entire D D campaign you know and like create all this shit i don't go do the things though like i don't go do things i do things here at home on paper or in my head or like on a computer i don't go into the world to do things and it makes me a very awkward person to be like try to be social with because you 
I would break that so quick if you lived here. No, you wouldn't, because I've been this way for 30 years and no one's ever changed it before. Because my mom's oh, no. a lot like I'm, I'm not gonna change you. I'm just gonna break it. Like you're I'm gonna be taking you out and going and doing shit with me and Aaron and Geneva and be like, let's go. Uh, yeah, there is a nine chances out of ten that I will agree to only half of that at max. Because I'm aware of myself and I'm just like I because if you expose me to socialness enough, I'm gonna get really bitchy. Like real fucking bitchy, and nobody needs that. So I'm well aware of myself. I have no issues going out and like doing things. There's a limit to how much I can do. There's well, I'm not saying we're gonna go out clubbing because that's not our scene at all. No, it's but like, like the amount of times in which to do something in a short mm-hmm. amount of time is what I mean. It's just like also um, house party situations are not something I will ever do again because they're terrible for me. So that's not something that's happening. So. I don't have house parties. I have get-togethers. Like people will show up and yep. we'll all just be sitting outside in Mm-mm. front of the fire pit. I don't know just... those people and it's, so it won't go well. Because let me tell you, I've been to ones where I know everybody and don't go well. So I don't, I just, it's not a situation I, I thrive in, especially if I don't know these people. Because then you're just, you are going to see a very, like the person you are talking to is a very different person than the person that goes out to these things. Because the person that you know is somebody you've like there's a giant fucking glacier between this person and the rest of the world (laughs) and like you took a flamethrower to it over the course of like several months of working together the rest (laughs) of the your friends are going to meet a very different person so like if i if i you had a house gathering or whatever and i was there your friends would meet somebody very different like the, the listeners who would meet me after listening to this would not like identify these two people as the same person because they're like who is this versus who is who i listen to on a podcast because very different people so i just i i get so uncomfortable in those like extreme social situations it just makes me very uncomfortable i know that feeling and we were talking about this with uh erin and geneva when we went to our friend's birthday party when we had x going and then we all went to a bar after Mm -hmm. um this group of people that we know, like we're yeah. all friends, we're all friendly, we all talk, we all get along very well. We don't all hang out all the time. Yeah. But when we get together, it's, you know, we 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 were saying how like we have never come across such a group where it's just all accepting, all good vibes, all mm-hmm. love. It's just not a bad seed at all in that group that's nice that's really nice so like if i had to get together and you know joe and cal and all these people showed up i feel like you'd be okay not fine you'd be okay because you would find something like someone would somehow say something and you'd like pick up on and be like that (laughs) you're putting a lot of emphasis on the thought that i'm going to talk first to literally anyone because i won't (laughs) I will follow you around your house like a fucking dog and like waiting for you to like tell me what to do because you need like hey help me with this and then that's what I'll do. That's fine by me. Somehow the conversation will come around and like I just I just have a strong feeling that if you were to meet this group of people not all at the same time but like just the small group that usually comes to my house. Yeah. You'd be okay. I have a severe amount of doubt genuinely this embarrassed amount of doubt in all honesty i have faith like, 
that, that's that's just fine. just in, in in the people that i'm thinking about that would be at my house it would probably be a max of like 10 people max oh that's eight people too many that's a max and i'm just like because it would be eight just, people too many <laughs> it'll be aaron geneva jessica joe and cal and probably honestly it might just that that just might be it like seven people six people so many people <laughs> look you are aware my friends list is four people i know which more or less is now down to three so and i'm including aaron in my list okay? i know i know <laughs> i know which one aaron replaced i know and it's just like you know so um i oh. i'm like one of the like there's so many reasons i don't date girl like just so many fucking reasons i don't date for one thing to meet someone would require me to go out to public <laughs> or to want to spend time with people but at the same time too a lot of these social situations take place in areas like bars and like mm -hmm. you know like going out for drinks or something like that there's so many things I don't do because I don't drink or makes it awkward or boring for me to go to some of these places. One of the things I didn't like about spending time with my castles and poor people co-workers was there was always bars. Yeah, I don't drink. I remember you telling me that. Going to bars is so boring when you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And it's just like because as people get drunker and have more fun, you don't. Mm -hmm. Like it's the same. I, I've had fun watching people get wasted because I get to see just the level of stupidity they get themselves involved in. Like, uh, there's some levels of it that I don't really typically mind. Mostly it makes me uncomfortable. That's like, fair. it usually, like, alcohol, like, drinking a lot of alcohol and everything like that and being around drunk makes me very uncomfortable. And, like... Well, you have a history a, with that, so... Yeah, and, like, because, well, like, that's a that's a me thing. That's an issue yeah. with, like, my father and shit like that. But, like, that's, that's a me thing. Like, I don't... I don't try to judge anybody when, when they drink right, or right, when they right. do anything like that. Like you do you. It just personally makes me uncomfortable and it's not something I can change. It's also not something I'm interested in changing yeah. about myself. And um, the only real good thing about ever going out with those people is that they never tried to get me to drink. I will say that. Like that's, I, I've encountered very little peer pressure of people to try to get me to drink when I tell them that I don't. So B was one of them that, pestered you about it though a lot no he was the one who pestered me about smoking weed and i wouldn't do it so i thought it was alcohol i thought he was always just like oh why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking you're like i just i don't fucking want to no it, it was, was weed. it was weed okay it was weed. he was always like how amazing it is and how it helped with my anxiety and how like this that and the other thing and i'm like yeah um no it won't it just might make things worse also, one, I don't want to do it. And I've been telling right. you that for literally the entire, like, six years I've known you. But for another thing, and you don't seem to care that I keep telling you no and seem to think it's funny. Um, but for an another thing, um, I've seen your life. Yeah. And it's clearly not making anything better. So. Yeah. And I'm just like, I have no interest in that. And it's, it's one of the things that just makes me awkward to have in social situations is how awkward a lot of these things make me and how uncomfortable they make me which just makes me want to leave even more so it's just kind of like yeah so i've been not, to a lot I've, I've been in a lot of those situations yeah and i'm just like and sometimes it pisses me off of myself that these things bother me like some of these things bother me because i understand that it's just like these 
are no, like not the smoking weed, but like the the drinking and like the social partying or whatever is like that's those are normal things. Those are normal things, and something very normal and very basic bothers me, and that makes it very awkward to be in a lot of social situations for me. So, which is really it's more irritating for me than I guarantee you it is for literally anybody who's going to hang out with me because. I just get more uncomfortable as the evening goes on. So then I eventually, yeah. I leave. it's just like, that just makes me uncomfortable. Meeting new people, that makes me uncomfortable. Uh, lots of alcohol makes me uncomfortable. And it's just like a lot of very basic things make me uncomfortable. So it's just like, it's, it's very irritating for me that these things make me uncomfortable because it means I don't enjoy a lot of basic things that people do. So that just means you're not a basic bitch. Well, that's one way to look at it. That's for sure. <laughs> I tend to look at it in the fact that I am a uh, I am a hermit who doesn't socially interact with anyone. So you are Bilbo Baggins. I literally that is the goal of life is to be the Bilbo Baggins of a neighborhood. It's just <gasps> like, but Bilbo Baggins also really liked parties. So I'm just like, mm, I'll eat second breakfasts. So, mm. but you know, it's just it's very I, I irritate myself. Sometimes I really just irritate myself and it's just kind of, it's kind of irritating. And it's just, I I guarantee you if for some, some reason I, I come out to California and like, there's a get together at your house or whatever, this version of me will vanish. You will not meet this version of me and neither will anybody, you know, will not meet this version of me. You're going to meet a very different person and it's going to make you go like, who the fuck is that? So I guarantee it. You will tilt your head and be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And, and then I'll just smile and be very sweet, and then not talk. So <laughs> she's mute. I do. I do. I yeah. I get extremely quiet and then default to customer service mode, and then that's my whole thing. When I'm just like awkward in social situations, and it's just like, and the can I help you with anything? If you, like somebody's the host, like if you're hosting, I'd be like, can I help you put together anything? Because it's giving me something to do that's not talking to people. So I don't do well. I don't do well, and it's just it's it's irritating for me. But I don't do well, so it's it's annoying. It's very annoying. I wouldn't mind working on that. I have no desire to work on the issue I have with people who drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I have no like desire. I said, if you were to move out here, we'd start uh, we'd start working on that because you'd just be surrounded by Aaron and Geneva almost constantly. And like, I love Aaron. Aaron's fucking fantastic, and that's great. Um, I don't know who Geneva is. Like, I know who you've talked about, it, but I have, I know have no recollect. Like, I have no knowledge of Geneva. Um, but so far you're batting a thousand with introducing me to Aaron. So like, that's great. So I'm pretty sure that like, you, like you got, you get along great with Aaron. You'd get along great with Geneva and Jessica. Like when, oh. when we were, when I, when Aaron and Geneva came over Friday night, uh, I told them like, oh, by the way, Jessica's coming over too. Mm. And while I was running around the house, you know, just getting the stuff ready for movie night, mm -hmm. um, Aaron and Geneva were talking and they said to each other, they're just like, Jessica is like the one person that I could surprise them with. Like, oh, hey, Jessica's coming over. They're like, all right, yeah, cool. If I mentioned anybody else mm -hmm. as a surprise, they'd be like, oh, we have to pretend to be nice. <laughs> if they're like that, you can get along with them. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think Aaron's freaking fantastic. So, like, that one was definitely, there's definitely a, a yeah. cool understanding footing on that one. 
So that one is definitely a good choice. Um, but yeah, it would be very interesting to put me in one of these situations because you would be really surprised at what happens. So I would be determined. Mm. Mm. I can genuinely say if you put me in a room with a whole bunch of people that I don't know, um, it's going to get real awkward real fast. So, and I will See, probably... I'm not going to throw you into this. I'm going to slowly introduce you to everybody. Yeah. Like, have a night where Aaron and Geneva both come over. So you have two people you're very accustomed to and one new person. <laughs> I'll start with you and Aaron and then introduce me to Geneva because I still have not met Geneva. So, like, start slowly yeah. exposing me to things. Like, they like exposing a terrified dog to other people. <laughs> Like, <laughs> watch out she bites <laughs> she does or she leaves like i gotta tell you like she usually just leaves so where's she going why did she get her keys oh she's had enough bye yeah and i usually <laughs> won't say anything it was just like and then i'll just leave so <laughs> like the one time because like i told you about the time that we went out uh some of my castles and poor people co-workers and i went out to tampa and yes for, like, to, one like of those- some party yeah, I've been out there twice for two different parties. One of them was like a graduation party for one of my former coworkers. That one was probably the most awkward just because there was a lot of family, but it was also like because it was like a, a proper celebration yeah. for like graduation and stuff like that. So like the vibes were different, but the Halloween one is the one that pissed me off. Because- I remember that you called me because like, you wanted to leave or something and like uh-huh. so much shit went down. I'm just like, oh, dear God. Like. It took an hour to drive there. We were there for four hours and then they weren't interested in leaving yet. Like it was That's like, what it was. I think it was like the party started at seven and I think we were there until like 11 or midnight or something when I asked when we were leaving. about mid- It was about 11 or midnight. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, they were like, we just got here. And I'm like, hmm. No, we got here like about four, four hours. hours ago. And they're just like, what are you talking about? And they were so appalled. At the fact that I asked, like, when we were leaving, too. It's like, not like I asked, like, well, can we leave? I was like, when did you guys want to leave? I just want to be prepared. That's Yeah, all. and they were just, they were so appalled at the fact that I'd asked when we were leaving. And they're like, we just got here. What do you, they were mad, too. And I was just, like, looking at me, like, what do you mean we just got here? What are you talking about? And I'm just like, okay, I'm just asking, just asking. And I'm just like, I was ready to go home because we've been here for four fucking hours. And it takes an hour to get home. And we just spent an hour getting here. So, like we have like, the, we have that talk with each other, like if, when we go out to parties. Like if we, go, if we go to Joe and Cal's house, and they're out in Moore Park, so it's about forty five minutes away. Yeah, and it's like, all right, if the party start. If we get there at like six, mm-hmm. well, ar- around eleven, or like depending on like how the nights go, and I'll be like, so when did you want to leave? Yeah, we'll ask the because like usually it's the three of us go together. It's like when did you want to leave? Not because like, hey, I'm ready to go. It's more like the. It's a- common fucking question and it's a question that makes fucking sense it's, it's just like, like i want to know how much leave? time i have like some of us want to know how much time we have left to socialize some of us want to know how much time we have left to finally get the fuck home yeah you know, like how much can we continue like, to drink like and there was so much drinking like there was like all of these like i'm sure if like i enjoyed alcohol all of the different like halloween like shots and weird like things and syringes like jello shots yeah. and syringes and shit like that like that they i'm sure that would have been great but I don't. So, like, it was really awkward for me, the fact that the two of the, like, three people that I knew, uh, two of the people that I came with 
were not interested in hanging out with me whatsoever. And the other person that I knew that was there was one of the hosts. So she was super busy because she knew everyone that was there. And it's literally, I spent a lot of time sitting in like their front room sitting room just on my phone because this wasn't fun for me. I wasn't having a good time. I was pissed because they were pissed off at me for like asking at what point we're going to go home after having been here for four fucking hours. And, and just, it was pissed me off and it made me really mad. And especially because I had told them before, like I have to work in the morning Yeah, and I had to call out that day because of how fucking late we got home. When did you get home? Three in the morning? Yeah, it was really late. I don't think we left until like two. So it was like three, four in the morning. And it's just like, it made me really mad. I was really, really pissed. And I'm like, well, just call out. Just call out. I'm like, I don't want to fucking call. Especially at that point in my life when like I'm barely living paycheck to paycheck. So every shift counts. And I'm just like, I'm getting home so fucking late. And then the chick who uh, I told them to drop me off at Castles and Poor People. And I would just call my mom and make her come come get me. Because at this point, it was closer and I didn't want to be with them anymore. Right. And, like, I didn't care that I'd have to wake my mom up at, like, four in the morning to come get me because she would. And they're like, well, we'll just take you home. It's fine. It's like, it's not that far. I'm like, whatever. Because I live, like, 20 minutes from Castles right. and Poor People. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, they insisted that they drop me off at my house. And then I get a call or, like, a text message, like, the next day, like, hey, it took me, I had to go so far out of my way, I need, like, another, like, $10 in gas from you. I told you not to take me home. Like, one, I told you not to take me home. Two, I already paid you for gas. And uh, three, I was here, like, an extra three or four hours and had to give up a whole ass shift because of you. And you want more money from me? Fuck that. I was so mad at both of them. And it's just, like, I should have realized because b was one of the two people that was there i remember b was there and it was he was with his girlfriend at the time <laughs> they never dated they never dated they should have um i thought but, like, they were dating okay yeah so did most people um but like i really should have figured out a lot sooner that he was a much shittier friend than i expected he was and the more i think about it the more like interacting with him as a person the more it pisses me off Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like double standard bullshit going on so it was i'm glad i'm not friends with him anymore i'm glad i'm not friends with any of them anymore so and it's just like okay well that's that's great i was here in orlando and i had a lot of friends and now i don't have any so and uh, well some of them moved and then some of them i stopped talking to on purpose Mm -hmm. so and it's just like well I can't say I really regret that. So, you just gotta get out here faster because all your friends are out here at this point. Honestly, I'd really, I'd really like to move to Phoenix yeah. for the museum opportunities because they have like a dozen museums or something like that. Um, but drive, it's also not that bad. Yeah, like girl, I spent like a semester driving for three hours one way to the Cape. Six hours to come spend a weekend with you and Aaron is not going to be a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, I can manage that. I can definitely manage that. I'll just like leave on a Friday night or something like that. You will have to double up probably on your allergy meds because I'm not going to let you stay at a hotel um, while you're here. And both Aaron and I have animals. So that's fair. Depending on how well my allergies reacted, whether I would just insist on staying in a hotel just because I do have very bad allergies. That's true. But, but I have four animals. So, and I, I survive. So, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so I would much prefer to move out closer to you guys. I'd much prefer just to live in fucking LA where I could see you guys all the time. Like, that would be great. 
but I have yet to get a job offer there. So I know. I'm I, I'm hoping for the Phoenix one because at least that puts you closer. Yeah, that puts me a lot closer. It would be a really good opportunity just in general. Like I'm even applying. I've been applying for my own job, but like in universities over there. Just because, like, it doesn't have to be a job in my field at this point. I just want to move. Yeah. I just want to go over well, there. Well, apply to, apply to your position and all the schools here. Yeah. So. Let me just uh, send you a whole bunch that I can just think of right now. <laughs> just send me a list of the universities in California. But it would be it would be nice to actually get to, like, hang out with you guys on an actual non-yearly basis. Right. Like, I'm going to feel spoiled because I'm going to see you guys next year, too. And I'm just like, oh, look at this. People coming to see me. I feel spoiled. As much as I want to move to L.A., I don't think anybody would be happier than my mom to move out to L.A. So Your mom would just forever camp out in front of the SoFi Stadium. Just... <laughs> You're not wrong. You're like, you would have your apartment, like, mostly to yourself. And like, hey, Misty, where's your mom? Where do you think she is? It's like she's in the she, stadium. She's just like, tailgating at SoFi. There's a yeah. game. No clue. But she's yeah. there. That's where my mom is. She's so she's tailgating hmm. at SoFi. She would love that. There you go. Cool. I'll apply for jobs in your area. It would be nice. It would be really nice to get to move out there. Or even just to Phoenix. Like, I'll take Phoenix. Fuck. I apply to ones in Las Vegas, too. Like, anything that gets me on back on the West Coast, or at least yeah. in the West Coast adjacent would be nice closer 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 would be nice so and considering i'm at the literal opposite end of the country i can't get much further away so right and it literally it has to be west of texas because i'll i'll eat my own foot before i go back to texas (laughs) just like no thanks especially you you in texas yeah especially considering my friends list is kind of diminished there so and god forbid i run into anybody i went to high school with holy shit oh nobody who knew me in high school really just needs to be talking to me now (laughs) so like let's just not let's not do that so nobody needs that in their lives this has been a really weird episode it's yeah we started with odd conversation and then we moved into 90s toys or yeah like childhood toys at the least then weird not so scary movies and now we've been talking about our personal lives the last hour. <laughs> so. It's not really that far off than any of our other episodes. That's true. Like, especially our tea time episodes. They always go in this direction. So, And me truly explaining the extent of my social anxiety to people <laughs> is, is a trip and a half. Like, I think you would want to perform an an anthropological study on me on you watched me in a like a crowd of people with i didn't know like you'd be like this this sheer difference in my person is astounding (laughs) you'd be over there with a notebook just following me around studying me it's just like the wild misty wild extreme extreme (laughs) introverted tendencies as she deftly dodges social conversation by standing in the corner pretending to use her cell phone You could really just, you could, a whole ass study, girl. Like, a whole ass study. Just let me tell you, I'm one of the most awkward people you're ever going to meet. I I believe you. All right. This has been an interesting but fun episode. Oh, yeah. 
I definitely enjoyed traumatizing you a little bit with my movie recommendations. So. <laughs> oh. I'm, uh, it, I'm at I'm, least I, I will tell you vampire sucks is not like this. Like vampire sucks is a legitimate, like attempted a parody movie. Yeah, like it's, I, it's I, know, not, I know. It's not these. <laughs> so. And I can't wait. I cannot wait until we have Amber on here with us. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, so. After the convolutedness of this episode that has just gone in at least five different directions, in all honesty. A small portion of which was, I think, movie recommendations. It was, and there's a whole bunch of these people didn't hear of us just bullshitting because our own recording studio kicked us out. That's very true. Saying, you guys have had enough. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I think it. I think there's probably about forty five minutes of non recorded bullshit. So. Oh yeah, or more. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, oh, oh my yeah. god, it's all. It's twenty to eight. Last time I looked at the clock, it was like just turned seven. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's us. That's us in a nutshell, right there. So, but yeah, um, I genuinely hope you guys enjoy. The movie recommendations watch at least a couple of them just if for nothing else for the sheer unadulterated horror in which you will experience when you want stupidity them. and the stupidity and the what the fuckery and everything else um i definitely serious recommend serious questions them a shot. and concerns yes these you will have serious <laughs> questions and concerns when you're done watching this and, and while you're watching them as well like it definitely let's while um and you'll question your life choices and how you got to that moment in your life. But <laughs> in all honesty, you'll have a good time. I can't wait till next week when we watch our finale movie. Yeah. Because you're going to have many questions and concerns while yeah. watching this movie. I do believe you are correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be an interesting ride. At the very least, I hope you guys have enjoyed our surprise halloween episodes that we've done and um if uh, you guys like these then in the future during like holiday months and stuff like that we'll maybe we'll do other episodes so also again send us definitely send us recommendations stuff. there you go recommendations of things I you'd like on the word. to see us like review watch talk about like whatever um you can hit us up on our social media or on our very own website, which you can also find through our like social media and stuff like that. And um, go to our link tree; everything's there. We are also on multiple podcast platforms now. Yeah, you can now pretty much listen to us anywhere you can get a podcast. Everything from Stitcher and Apple Podcast and like RSS Tune stuff in and, like, and Deezer and whatever the fuck Pandora. And, like we're everywhere. If you can um, listen to a podcast on it, and you can listen to us. Yeah. So. Go get um, shot, also, shout out. out to our global reach. Yeah, our, hell yeah. We, we're global. We are. We are very global. And that is both a shock and an honor all at once. So we really thank appreciate Thank you all for listening across the seas. Yes, sincere, absolute thank you for everybody who's listening to us all over the world. It's far more than either of us ever expected to get to. Ever. And- yeah by well and by far so we just want you guys to know that we really really appreciate it and we appreciate you listening appreciate you being a part of our community and we're really happy to have you here 
very happy because I, neither of us thought it would get this far. Yeah, kind of just started as two people who made the poor decision to rewatch Twilight after all these years and went from there. So it's definitely more than either of us thought it would get to. And we're both really excited at the prospect of seeing where it goes next. Oh, yeah. So thank you so, 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 so much. And we'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns.